0: Welcome back. Rolling through your Friday morning. It is The Breakfast Club. Matty B. with you here live on the corner of Center and Bradman. Make sure you check out our all-new website, mainsbigz.com. In fact, you'll be able to hear this interview right after the show. We're joined currently by Erica Douglas, Karen Nichols, and Don Drake. They are here as concerned citizens of RSU-16 to talk about what's going on over in RSU-16. Happens to be a little near and dear to my heart. I got... Four kids will be rolling through. Well, at least three right now. They're in the school system. I got a fourth. that's, you know potential, depending on where I end up moving to or living. How you guys doing? Good.
1: Great. Good. Good. Good.
0: Thanks. thanks for uh, thanks for being in today. Now, first off, uh, uh, Erica, Karen, Dawn, left to right is how I'm doing this here. Um, what 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 are you guys uh, looking to do? And how did this all start?
1: Sure. My name is Erica Douglas. I am a resident of Minot, and I have a daughter who's in the fifth grade at Minot Consolidated School.
0: And you, young lady.
2: Hi, I'm Kieran Nichols. I uh, grew up in this community, went to Minot School, um, and returned many years later to teach at Minot School for roughly 20 years. Excellent. Don, what about
3: you? Uh, My name is Don Drake. Uh, I live in Poland. I have two kids in Poland Community School, and I also teach in the school. Excellent. All right. So what are we here for? What's going on?
1: We are representing a group of uh, concerned citizens that have issues with the leadership of the RSU for Poland, Minot, and Mechanic Falls. We believe there needs to be some changes made, and unfortunately the leader of this RSU does not see that there are changes, therefore is not um, willing or able to make the changes that we feel are necessary.
0: Now, how did you guys all find each other? Like, w- was, there, was there a, thi- was there like, did, did you guys like put out a thing in the paper? Like, hey, if you guys are upset with the RSU, how did this whole thing come about? I
2: got a phone call from, um, if you will, one of the originators, and uh, he said to me, teachers in the district had asked if I would participate in this uh, to be their voice because it's uh, just way too scary for them. To speak up because they could potentially lose their job. And having been in many, many social settings with uh, staff members from all three towns, I uh, have found that frequently this subject comes up. And I've learned just uh, what a awful environment these teachers are working in because of that top position of leadership. And again, they vent when they're in the social setting, but they're Just too afraid to do it at a professional level.
0: Now, what can happen to them? Like, it is, uh, I mean, it's just a matter of contracts not being renewed, things of that nature? Um, Or could it be worse than that? I mean.
2: Well, you know, with their union, they're probably not going to just immediately get fired, but they could easily be asked to leave Minot, go teach in Elm Street, take an Elm Street teacher, put them over in Poland. They could, and it's been done before, just. Make their life miserable, so they will probably get up and leave.
0: Right. So, and that may be the goal in that aspect. Absolutely. So they don't have to that is the goal. It's kind of like sending a baseball player down to the minors and the pros. You kind of want him, you know. And he has options. Like eventually, maybe you want him to quit, you know, so you don't have to pay him anymore. So I totally get that. I can I can see where that would be. Um, coming up, we're going to talk a little bit about what the end goal is of all of this. And uh, we'll get some specific examples of what's going on and why this change is, uh, uh, why they feel this change needs to be made. You'll listen to The Breakfast Club on a Friday. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Segment number two of The Breakfast Club, 8 o'clock hour. Final segment of the week for me, interview-wise. I'll still be here from 9 to 10, though, that you know of, you know, that you know of. Erica Douglas is here. Karen Nichols is here. Don Drake is here. They're concerned citizens from RSU 16, talking about some changes they'd like to see made in the district. Of course, RSU 16 comprises of mine at Mechanic Falls, and Poland snuggled right within the listening area of both 105.5 and 92.7. Of course, you can listen online. It means BigZ.com. So, you know, we talked a little bit about uh, a, a couple of things in the in the first segment about you know you guys were, were looking at some changes and some things that that you felt needed to be done. Um, are there specific incidents that that caused this, that, that got everybody together? Uh, maybe, Don, you, you want to?
3: So um, a group of staff that I've been working with for a long time, I mean, over the course of the last year or two, um, you know, talking, like Karen said, you know, socially talking and saying, you know, okay, we have these issues that we just keep seeing popping up. And it's not like this has been a major one big giant thing that's happened. It's been something of accumulation of just minor things that we keep seeing and more of a pattern of behavior that um, whether it's budget time when we're talking about how the budgets are presented to staff um, how it goes through in the towns um, how staff are treated um, maybe inequity of um, how rules are applied at times um, not necessarily contract issues but just seeing how some staff have one way of getting things presented to them, and then, you know, if some of staff are asking for the same thing, it might not happen. Um, same thing happening with, with people in the public. We've had parents, that you know, looking for certain things, and it's okay if one parent gets it, and possibly the other parent, well, they don't get the same treatment. Um, and so, as a whole, we've seen this happen. Um, so um, a group of us, you know, got together and started basically working off of uh, making, up, making up a document that, you know, came off of the superintendent's evaluation, um, her rubric, so we could figure out, you know, what have we had for specific things that have happened that pertain to her rubric, so uh, we can at least present to the school board, you know, what we're seeing as a group of concerned staff, um, and this also includes some, some people in the public, as they have been part of these situations also with between school board. So, do you guys have any personal experiences on this that, that
0: you want to share? That you can share, or other people's personal experiences that you've been allowed to share during this? That you know, in generalities, of course, because you know we're we're not into slander here or anything like that. But you know, we like to know what's going on.
1: I just wanted to uh, let you know how I got involved. I had heard that there was a school board meeting um, that this group had put together this detailed document. Um, I had a chance to read it prior to the school board and I'm an HL professional um, by trade and reading some of the allegations that were documented in this letter were very alarming to me. Uh, if I was, these situations were brought to me in my line of work, an investigation would have been, docu- been done immediately. Um, and the fact that a lot of these things seem to have been... Brushed under the rug uh, really concerned me, so I decided to sign the um, the paper the petition. St- I decided yeah. to sign the petition. I, I'm
0: guessing it was on paper. You were probably right there. Yeah. So yeah, that's fine. <laughs> You're good. You got Signing that. the petition, which yes. over a
1: hundred people had signed, I went to the school board meeting, and it was the hopes of the folks that had put this document together to present this to the school board. They were shut down. Um, immediately, no one was allowed to speak. They were just um, basically hand to the uh, to the face, telling them, you know, there's policies. You can't do this. You can't do that. I ended up not. I had no intention of speaking at that meeting, but I was so frustrated with how these uh, teachers and staff were being treated that I went up to spoke to speak to try to understand how these employees, teachers, and staff could get there. Voices heard, I left frustrated because I again did not get an answer either. So, uh, we're hoping by doing this uh, radio thingy with you. That's good. Yeah, that's good.
0: Radio (laughs) thingy. That's good. This radio thingy
1: with you, we're going to help get the word out that we are concerned there's serious allegations, and the school board and, and the RSU need to take these seriously.
0: We'll have more on the way. You guys are showing a lot of courage being in here today, uh, especially after you've already, been, uh, you've already had one go around in uh, a meeting. So excellent by you guys to, to step up here, uh, especially when it comes to kids and teachers and our community. So thank you guys. We'll take a break. We'll have more on the way. You'll listen to The Breakfast Club on Main's Big Z. That wraps up segment number two. Welcome back. Segment number three, Breakfast Club, getting you through your Friday, 8 a.m. Concerned citizens of RSU 16 are in. They'd like a change. They're here to tell you why. You guys have a lot of support here, don't you? You mentioned something like 100 people or something signed that petition. Would there have been more had there not been maybe some concerned folks out there for, like, you know, jobs and things, as you
2: mentioned earlier? I believe that's very true. And after going to the school board meeting, and like Erica said earlier, I, I had no intention of speaking. And after listening to them, I thought, ooh, I have a message for you guys. My message to them was, if you think everything in u 16 is wonderful, you better take your head out of the sand.
0: Right. I'm yeah. glad you really went with sand there, because I probably oh. would have gone somewhere else. I, but, yeah.
2: I actually gave them an, uh, an, uh, options of sand, mud, or whatever material. Right, that's, that's, it. that's nice of you. Kay. That was really but, that was um, after diplomatic. Uh, to leaving the uh, school board meeting, I went home and, I had started a I Am Concerned group on Facebook just a few months ago, just a few little minute people. And uh, so I went out and wrote, you know, basically what had happened. And um, I think I started with something like 13 members. And inside of two weeks, I had 10% of the voting population uh, that asked to be a member of this group. And that's that's pr- a big number. I approved them all. Yeah. Um, now, there are some staff members that want to be a part of it because they want to be in the know. But some of them have come to me and said, how can I express my opinion without any fear of retaliation? Has there been any retaliation against anybody, whether oh, it's against yeah. staff
0: or against anybody who might not be on staff?
2: Oh, I believe we could cite some specific examples if we're allowed to use their names. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, we don't want to do that. No. But no, it's it's. But there has been some. Okay. That that's that's all I wanted to know in that aspect of it. And thank you for just glazing over that. That was good. That was like a donut. You just put the glaze on, and we know it's right there. So that's that's always good. So, in terms of what you guys are trying to do right now, especially with the with the school board and and things of that nature. Uh, It seems to me like the school board should be, like, I don't know, reviewing what the superintendent's doing, I don't know, maybe annually or something like that. Now, is that something they get feedback on from,
3: you know, all the staff, or are they getting it from somewhere else? How are they getting this information? So it's it's normal practice for um, the superintendent to be evaluated, just like all teaching staff and all administration staff. Um, It happens almost yearly, um, depending on the cycle for teachers. But um, in the past, um, our school board has had policies where, Um, they would actually have a certain percentage of the teaching staff um, just randomly chosen. Um, I believe it used to be 20 percent. That would be part of her evaluation process. Um, That is not part of the policy any longer. So now it currently only goes to upper administration. Um, The challenge that comes with that is upper administration are basically um, fire at will, the contract can be ended at the end of the year, things like that. Um, They don't have the protections that the teaching and support staff would have so whether they are speaking their mind truthfully or not we we don't know um and and again that's part of our challenge we've had and we've also
0: had. their administration they're not in the classrooms every day they're not working with the kids they're not working with the parents there's this layer of insulation there that makes them to me just from my aspect of it as a parent who pays taxes in that school district a lot of taxes thank you um the uh <laughs> many many taxes um it seems to me like that just that doesn't seem right to me it 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 it, it seems like they're 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 pulling the wrong pond, I guess. I think there's a little disconnect that goes on with
3: that. And as teaching staff, we have asked that. That's been brought forward um, to the school board. Even school board members have asked that same question directly also. Um, And they've been shut down and saying that, you know, as teaching staff, we don't know what the superintendent or upper administration does. Um, But looking at the rubric, um, they're pretty basic things that would, you know, questions that you would ask of any person. So we do have knowledge of those things, and the problem with that comes is we're looking to be a part of that voice, and we're not part of that process. And because of that, we haven't been able to make those changes that we've been able to voice, and now we've come to a point where we have to voice them um, in, in any format we can in order to get that word out.
0: Erica Douglas, Karen Nichols, Don Drake. Don Drake is the voice you just heard. He doesn't sound like an Erica or a Karen, but, you know, hey, whatever, right? We're talking with the uh, concerned citizens of RSU 16. We'll have one more segment with them on the way. We'll talk about those changes and what the end game is coming up here on Maine's Big Z. Welcome back. Fourth final segment to Breakfast Club on a Friday, 8 a.m. If you missed any of this interview, if you are a concerned citizen in RSU 16 and you want to listen to this after the show, just go to the all-new rebuilt Maine's Big Z Dot com. Karen Nichols, Erica Douglas, Don Draker here. They're representing some of the concerns of, of RSU 16. Mine at Mechanic Falls, Poland, looking for changes up at the top uh, administratively uh, with the school district. Um, what are some, ne- you guys have a lot. First off, I, I wanted to mention, you know, I've had the, the most people I've had in this studio before was we had like 34 kids from School of Rock. Like I had a kid under my armpit. Like it was, they were everywhere. I felt like I was kind of at home, actually. You guys are probably used to that. Um, but uh, you guys have a lot of folks here with you just for emotional support uh, j- or just to be here for you. So it sounds to me like you've got quite a few folks around. And as you mentioned, you know, over 10 percent of the voting community uh, is, is on your Facebook group. So um, there's definitely some interest here. And I, I think some folks that, that may feel the same way you do. So wh- what's what's the I guess what's the end game here? What would you like to see? What are some of the changes you'd like to see made? And, and what would you like to see happen through this?
1: I would like the school board to do their job and ask the superintendent to resign.
0: How about how about you, Karen? Any, anything in specific that, you know, is, is that are you just want to echo her sentiments or
2: I would like the school board to recognize that this uh Tri-Town community is decaying um which I can I feel is direct a direct um response to th- the leadership we have here, and that the school board is insulated or immune from knowing this. And so the people in this group, in social media, the p- all the different people we've collected have been like, wow, here's a place where I can tell my story, and I have a story. And so that's what they've done for us. So we ha- do have a, a big group of supportive people. Be- and I think it could double or triple in no time as we get the word out.
0: Now, once once you guys have a lot of this research done, I mean, are you guys going to present? I know you guys have attempted to present to the school board before without a lot of success. What
3: Are you guys going around it in another way this time to, to get this done? So in the school board meeting in June, when I came forth and asked. Um, obviously, we were being shut down policy-wise. We needed to present things in a certain manner. Um, without naming names, but it, it gets to a point where you have to name a name, right? Uh, yeah. Or a position, and that has happened. So, um, and we, they have we this document that we made up as a concerned group of citizens and staff. Um, the school board actually had part of that document during that meeting. It was alluded to by one of the school board members, um, but we didn't actually get to sit in down with the school board members and say, "Look, these are our issues, um, and this is what we're looking to do, and this is why." Um, this hasn't happened with school board yet. Um, there has been someone hired by the school department to not necessarily do an investigation, but collect evidence of the concerned citizens and staff and individuals in the district. Um, we don't know how that's going. Um, it, it's, it's, we're not sure if it's a conflict of interest. Um, it's not necessarily third party. Is this like DeflateGate? Did they hire Ted Wells? Is that what they did? did um, they, you know, I wouldn't.
0: Is there fake science involved here at all? Or I, I wouldn't
3: go with that. But there's a lot of people that have been interviewed that have come away from it saying, you know, feeling that it's not necessarily um, that neutral, they're trying to neutral gather- party, right? Per se. Um, and and, and I, I've looked at it two ways in that. You know, I, I've looked at you know the, the person that's been hired and the company that's hired them. I would hope they would be doing the right thing. Um, but then again, we don't know. Uh, we know this is going to be presented to the school board at a certain time, but it's not going to be presented in a public fashion. Um, it's going to be behind closed doors in executive sessions. So we're not going to see as the public what her results are. So we won't have a way to dispute those either. So I'm just curious. Why do I pay my taxes if I can't see what the results are of the person
0: leading my district?
3: That's a good question. I'm just wondering.
0: I'm just curious. I mean, I, don't, I, mean, I get to see what the governor does every day, what the president does every day. Like, What what makes the superintendent immune from this? I don't know. That's what I wonder.
2: I think we got a small win at the June school board meeting in that, from my understanding, it was on the agenda to discuss extending her um, contract. And after hearing us, they did table it. So I think it bought us a couple months. So it's a small win it makes me think that the school board members are listening to us as we do the research for them well
0: continue doing your research and uh, and and providing examples and, and hopefully what what you guys are looking for here if it's uh, if it's the right thing for the district uh, ends up working out so um, guys, thank you so much for coming in today. I really appreciate it. Uh, I know it took a lot of guts for you guys to come in here today and mention this stuff. So, if somebody does have concerns, Karen, how would they uh, how would they get a hold of you guys and, and get in touch with you? Or maybe they've had an experience with something that they'd like to like to share with you guys.
2: Well, one thing they could do is private message me, Karen Nichols, and they could become a part of the I am concerned group, which would allow them to share their story as well as listen to other people's stories
0: and that's right on facebook right, right yeah. on facebook yep. yeah okay. uh,
2: there's also the tritown concerns at gmail.com where they can write again their story and share it with us and there's also the p.o box 62 poland maine oh four two seven four they could simply write their story on paper put it in envelope and send it to us. Trytown Concerns, P.O. Box 62, Poland, Maine, 04274. I believe the address on that is make IrishU 16 great again.
0: Oh, look at you guys. I wonder where that came from. Guys, thank you very much. Really appreciate it. And uh, thanks for coming on today and sharing your concerns.
3: Thank you. Thank you.
0: And thanks for doing it thank you. in a non libel manner. I really appreciate that. More on the way <laughs> It's a Breakfast Club on the Z.